Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful Thursday morning. Oh, or Friday morning. I'm sorry. I don't even know what day it is. Uh, Friday morning. <laughs> I'm a day behind. But I'm not sure everybody's excited that it is the weekend. Be careful as you get out and about. It's supposed to be a rainy, nasty, windy day today, I think. But uh, I think it's supposed to be rainy tomorrow as well. But uh, it's uh, bad enough uh, to have to deal with weather issues. But it, we only got a few weeks before Christmas, and people act like lunatics. So be careful. I tell you, Brandy, uh, that's one thing. I, I, I love buying presents. I love Christmas. It's one of my favorite times of the year. I love seeing the looks on my uh, kids' faces, my wife's face when they open up their presents. It, 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 it just, I love it. I really do. But I, the, I, and, but I hate Christmas shopping for the fact people act crazy they're acting like they're scared to death you're going to grab something they want and it that gets on my nerves so bad i can't see straight and the rudeness of people i uh we had to, to go to a few places the other day and just how rude they just stand uh, right in front of you talk on their phones and and won't move and run you down and that's where i want to get redneck and uh <laughs> say things probably i shouldn't it just makes me so mad i just i don't get it but on the flip side of that uh there, although you have that, that area of rudeness, I've, I have come across quite a few people who are very kind, very polite, saying excuse me. And so uh, the, there is that other side of it. But it seems like it is far more rare than the rudeness you receive when you're trying to find your loved one a present. And good luck. But I tell you what, I was, I was trying to be on day, I was on Daytime Tri-Cities yesterday, and I just wanted to find a nice dress shirt and tie because I have put on a little weight and can't wear whatever I got. So I had to find it. Can't find nothing. I mean, Sam's, Kohl's, Walmart, Target. I couldn't find anything. I finally went to the mall and found a, a, a dress shirt and a tie and such. But I tell you what, it is slim pickings. I don't know what's going on. There must have been a rush on dress shirts this year. I don't know if it's a supply chain shortage or what. But it is crazy. So be careful, guys and girls. And watch these kids out there on the road. You know, uh, my daughter's a teenager. and She's out there. And they don't always watch like they're supposed to or drive as fast as you might like and so just be aware of that that uh it's somebody really old or a teenager they're not always trying to be a smart aleck pulling out in front of you now there are those out there who are but, <laughs> but realize that you know just that there may be some scared kid out there trying to drive and learning their way through or could be somebody like uh rusty out there driving uh <laughs> let's see it's big enough which uh Good morning, Jennifer Honeycutt and Rusty Paws. He said, I'm traveling today to Monroe, North Carolina to do ministry work this weekend. If you can say a prayer for safe travels. Well, I will, Rusty. We definitely will. So he's a good man. Jerry Keller, good morning. Be praying for him. He's uh, not doing, he's feeling, not feeling well. Uh, Karen Smith said, Arlene Barker says, happy Friday. Tracy Little, good morning. Karen said, good morning. Uh, let's see. Uh. Carolyn Kelly, good morning to you as well. So good deal. Let's make sure I think I got everybody there. I don't if I if you if I don't mention your name, it's only because I don't see it. Okay. The other day somebody had called me and said good morning or something. I didn't see it after the broadcast ended. And Brandy the other day said she had wrote something on there and it didn't come through after it uh, was over. So don't uh, get your feelings hurt if I didn't call your name out there. But uh, but anyway, if you're here, raise your hand. 
right. Let's do our Pledge of Allegiance this morning here. Let's see here. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord for this wonderful, great country we live in. Good morning, Mike Hensley. Glad he's watching. We do live in, in a great country, as I say every morning. And, uh, you know, the other day was uh, Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. And, you know, I, I'm, I've always uh, enjoyed history. I was a history major at ETSU at one point in time and for prior before going into the ministry. And uh, something I enjoy, you know, I like uh, watching documentaries, reading, uh, whether it's uh, World War One, Two, Civil War, Revolutionary War, uh, you know, it's just, I, I enjoy history. And, uh, you know, one thing, if you ever watch the movie Pearl Harbor uh, with, um, uh, shoot, uh, Ben Affleck, and, uh, uh, of course, there's a lot of stars in that uh, movie. But one thing the Japanese said when they attacked Pearl Harbor said, uh, I'm afraid we have awoken a sleeping giant. And boy, did they ever, you know, it, uh, it came at a high cost in regards to our nuclear capabilities and uh, the result of it. And, uh, you know, our country is powerful. Our country is strong. Our The world looks to this country for leadership. And it's so sad to see uh, now that we are becoming more and more of a laughingstock. Uh, Joe Biden can't even read a teleprompter without uh, screwing that up. I mean, it's pitiful. I, we, uh, we look so weak right now. It is it's disgusting. Uh, like what somebody said, um, uh, I read, I don't know, it was a meme or something somebody put on there, said that, uh, or like a news article, said that they were telling a, a relative of theirs in another country about this woke mentality and uh, this cancel culture and said that uh, that so many here in America are so well off uh, that uh, they are bored and trying to find something to be offended about. And there's a lot of truth in that. You know, if you have a roof over your head this morning, food to eat, clothes on your back, shoes on your feet, you are wealthy far more than 90% of the world. Uh, you are, that's why do you think these people are killing themselves to get into this country. You are extremely wealthy uh, to have what you have. And uh, it's just, I'm sick of this, this woke mentality. They were um, talking about all those, um, uh, I'm sorry, they're talking about the U.S. attorney uh, that uh, the uh, general that they're uh, putting in place and how she's using her abuse of power when to bring race into everything. And I'm sick of that, too. I don't give a flying flip. If you're purple, I don't care what color you are. If you, it is, to me, it's your measure of your character and uh, who you are and how you act and uh, will determine if I like you or if I don't. <laughs> you know, that's what it boils down to. I don't, I don't you know, care less. But uh, but it's sad to see how our country is degrading in a fast rate. In fact, they're wanting to, I know this sounds like a shock, but all these illegals coming over want to give them voting rights. And uh, that's it's now getting to the heart of what's going on. See, that's why they have allowed millions to come through, or maybe millions, thousands of millions, I don't know. Uh, there's been quite a few come through the border illegally. And then it's getting to the, see, the, the central point of what uh, the liberals are wanting. It's all about power. They know if they let them over here, who are they going to vote for if they're allowed to vote? 
And uh, uh, that's the scary part. They don't care about truth. They don't care about justice. All they care about is power, and it is evident. And one sick thing that, uh, you know, on Fox uh, News, this guy climbed their Christmas tree and burned it to the ground, had all his prior arrests released the next day, and to rub their noses in it, when they lit, re, rebuilt it, relit the Christmas tree yesterday, they said they saw him in the same clothes he was arrested in, sitting across the street watching. Is that not sick? Uh, just... I don't know, guys and gals, I tell you, it's just uh, the world is getting worse and worse and worse. So, Joe Sparks, thank you for tuning in and watching this morning. Let's look at our passage of discussion this morning here. Let me get over here. We're looking at uh, Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received and it will be yours. Believe that you have received it. I think I left that out. And it will be yours. You know, when we uh, look at this verse here, it hadn't been long after Jesus cursed the fig tree, which is really uh, an analogy to what he was doing in regards to tearing down the um, the law-keeping, if you will, and uh, the fact that they were dead in their sins and their trespasses, and he was, he was there to tear that down, he was there to destroy that. And it's, it's representative of the lack of fruit that was being uh, bared. And you know, I think that's where we need to look at as Christians uh, are, is the fruit that we are producing, are we dead or are we producing fruit evident of a changed heart and mind in regards to our relationship with Christ Jesus? And that's one thing we have to be aware of. Uh, are we showing that evidence of change? You know, as I said before, and as of you all know, there's none righteous, no, not one. You know, there's nobody perfect. Nobody's going to, uh, you know, uh, reach a state of perfection on this side of heaven. But however, I do think that a lot of people justify their sins too quickly and too easily. I think that we uh, uh, make light of it. We don't think it's a big deal. We may ask for forgiveness because we feel like that's what we're supposed to do, but may not mean it wholeheartedly. May let uh, curse words slip here and there, uh, you know, listening to, to dirty jokes at the workplace, whatever it may be, you may not be producing as much fruit as you think just because you enter through the church doors on Sunday mornings, may listen online or come to church on Sunday night or something, And uh, uh, but to really, truly immerse yourself in the things of Jesus Christ and to really show that, that spirit of change, that heartfelt change uh, one thing that I was talking about yesterday when I was on um, Daytime Tri-Cities, right prior for going on, they had this couple from Swap Shop on there, uh, that uh, a new Netflix series uh, that's on. And uh, I, admittedly, I, I struggled to get into the show. I just, just not really holding my interest any. Uh, but, you know, they were friendly towards me. But uh, the point I'm making, though, is when I uh, got up there and, and uh, Amy was interviewing me, I said uh, one thing about, uh, she's talking about the church and, and uh, its uh, activity within the community. And I said, we are a type of spiritual swap shop. And she kind of looked at me. I said, yes. I said, we swap out the old lives for a new one. And that's one thing we have to remember, that once we have confessed our sins, accepted Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, that old you, that, that uh, you have been swapped out. You are now a new creation in Christ Jesus. Now, with that said, you know, we look at this passage here. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, 
and it will be yours. Now, there have been great numerous individuals who have totally and utterly misinterpreted this passage for financial gain. They think that they, the name it, claim it uh, people will use this, say, if you see a, a Maserati, uh, that you say, well, I claim that in the name of Jesus, that's going to be mine. That's baloney, all right? As I've said many times before, God could care less about your pocketbook and what your material gains are. Now, he may bless you with things and finances. You know, I think some people think because you are rich, then you are evil. And if you are poor, then you are benevolent. Uh, you know, nothing be further from the truth. You could be rich with material. You know, the Lord may be blessed you mightily. Doesn't make you less of a Christian. You may be using that money to support various ministries or you are benevolent. Or you are kind. You're using it for God's glory. You may be poor as, as dirt, but all you focus on and all you think about is money, wealth, material gain. That person is the one who's on in the wrong. So, you know, I think sometimes people have a misunderstanding in regards to where your financial status is, is, is a, a direct reflection of where you're at spiritually. Nothing can be further from the truth. It's either your heart is right with God or it's not. And when you look at this passage, it, is that we are to pray for wisdom. We are praying for discernment. And, you know, if uh, God's word tells us, if anyone lacks wisdom, come to me. All right. You know, we need to ask in wisdom what we are to pray for. We see, particularly we see whatever. Therefore, I tell you what. Ever you ask, you know, say, let's see who else watching here again. So you got Mike and Joe and Carolyn. All right, let's say um, uh, Rusty invited uh, me over for uh, supper one night, and uh, he said, "What would you want?" I said, "Hey, whatever you, whatever you got." And uh, now he's not. I uh, wouldn't think that he would serve me an old leather shoe or a pencil. <laughs> now I'm sure many of y'all seen was it the Charlie Chaplin old black and white uh, where he's trying to eat, where he's starving to death. He's eating the old leather shoe. Uh, hopefully he wouldn't do that. But uh, but when I say whatever you've got, obviously he's going to know. Hey, whatever I got to eat, that's what uh, he don't care. Uh, you know he's willing to eat whatever I have prepared for that evening's meal. Well, that's what we see in this verse here. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, in regards to our spiritual needs, wants, where we're going in, in our relationship with Jesus Christ, that's what God is concerned about. That's what he's focused on, is whatever we you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Whatever, Lord, whatever, use me in whatever capacity that you want to use me in. God, whatever I can do to grow spiritually and closer to you, whatever it takes to be a mighty man of God, to be a mighty woman of God, whatever it takes, that's the the heart of the matter. That's what God wants in reference to this verse. Whatever it takes to be closer to you, Jesus. Whatever it takes to serve you with all my heart, soul, mind, body, being. Whatever it takes. So that's a, to me is a very powerful word. Therefore, uh, I tell you whatever you ask. And so you know it's okay to pray. Now it's like this week. You know, stupid me. Made a right turn and went into a ditch, and uh, boy, did I, did I screw up big time. You know, I made that right turn, and I'll be honest with you, if I was right there today, I'd probably do the same thing. I thought I, I was in the right part of the road where I was supposed to be. Uh, it, uh, it, he said, it's like somebody took my radiator and just, uh, just broke it, uh, and it broke the frame in it. It was, it was a mess. It, it, it done some damage. And uh, just makes you just makes your heart sink, you know. Particularly right here at Christmas time, thinking, "Oh, why now?" You know, and uh, so and I felt so sorry for them, uh, the the mechanic who's working on it, because 
he ordered the radiator to put, replace it. Wrong radiator. They bought him another one. Wrong radiator. Bought him a third one. Wrong radiator. <laughs> this poor guy, he, praise God, he's able to fix the, the bracket uh, that holds the radiator that broke. Otherwise, that was going to be another $1,500 to cover the dealership. So praise God, he saved me money on that. Finally, the poor guy had to um, find a, a junkyard, I guess, in Asheville and get it out of a 2013 Ford Edge and be able to fix it. Now you're thinking, what's, what's that got to do with what you're referring to? Because, the, the, praise God, the mechanic I use is a good Christian man. And him and his wife said, uh, be praying that we find the right one. Hey, I was praying, Lord, please let me get that, get that right uh, radiator. And I've been driving my old truck. My old truck don't have heat in it. My team brains like to froze to death in that thing. But it is, um, uh, you know, but I was praying about that. Now, I was, I'm not praying in, in material greed-like fashion. I'm just praying, Lord, please, you know, you know, I need my car. <laughs> help, you know, help us help me get that fixed. It's okay to pray for stuff like that is my point. I pray all the time for the safety of my children, the safety of my wife, my parents. I pray for my church family. I pray for whatever it may be, you know. Uh, I may be uh, uh, climbing the stairs and my chest are getting tight and hurting. I'm praying, oh, Lord, Please don't let me have a heart attack, you know. It's, you know, I pray over, you know, it's okay to pray. You don't have to constantly be praying. Uh, it, it has, not everything in prayer has to be literally and totally in a spiritual aspect, but we, we can pray for all aspects of our life that we need help in. That's what God is there for. Just like if my kids come to me, Daddy, I need help with fill in the blank you know if it's a legitimate need yeah i'm gonna do my best to help them if someone who is wicked can give that kind of kindness and benevolence to my children how much greater than can the heavenly father do that for his children so it's okay to pray for these other things my point is when you're praying for nothing but greedy things and materialistic things and things that are insignificant in the end that's what i'm referring to you know if all i'm doing is praying lord let me win the lottery you know that's it's ridiculous you know that's that's just that's foolishness now would i like to win the lottery yeah but you know, <laughs> That would be great to win, uh, you know, $10 million. That, that would be awesome, you know. Uh, but uh, I don't play the lottery, and uh, so the chances of me winning are pretty much zero. So but that would uh, be great. But the thing of it is, pray sincerely, Lord, whatever, whatever you would do with me, whatever it takes to be closer to you, whatever it takes to be used by you. It doesn't matter if you're a 20-year-old starting out in life praying for whatever God can use you in what capacity. It don't matter if you're on the opposite end of that and you're, you are retired and you can still be used mildly for God. Don't mean your work is done. Hey, the day you, your, your job is finished, uh, you don't just sit down and give up, man. There's a couple right down the road here. They are both retired, wonderful, sweet. I mean, they just exude uh, a sweet spirit of the Lord. I mean, you, you get around them. It's just, it's just a joy to talk to. And they've retired, and what do they do? They've gotten with Good Samaritan Ministries, uh, Franklin Graham's uh, ministry there, and they've traveled to Louisiana, all these different places, having to rebuild and do things. It's incredible what they have done. And so God can use you no matter where you're at in life. It doesn't matter if you have good health, bad health, paralyzed, whatever it may be, God can use you in a mighty way. And so that's why we need to seek the Lord out. Lord, how can I be used for your glory? How can I be closer to you? And my friends, that is what I want to encourage you today, to work on that power of prayer. And there is great power in prayer. And, and to ask the Lord how and what capacity you can be used and how, what capacity it takes to be closer to Him. So work on that today, my friends. That is your homework. And, uh, and to uh, uh, really work on that right relationship with the Lord. All righty. Let's go ahead and have a word of prayer. 
Therefore, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, we thank you so much for this wonderful and blessed day. Lord, I do uh, pray for uh, that we can all be closer to you, that we strive every day to have that mind of Christ, to put away the old selves, the old way of thinking, the old way of doing things, and to strive daily to walk with you and to talk with you. And Lord, I do pray that if there's anyone watching or listening today that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with all my brothers and sisters in Christ watching this morning. That you lead God, which will protect them, be with them, guide them as they're going out and, and, uh, and about to, today, Lord Jesus. Let them glorify you. And uh, Lord, I do pray that you'll continue to be with the family of Marlene Kellner, and I do pray that you'll be with the family of Patsy Villani. And, uh, Lord, I do pray for Jerry Keller, that you bring healing upon him, and, uh, Lord, that his symptoms will be extremely mild, and he'll get over it quickly. And, Lord, I do pray for our uh, weekend. Uh, we go and minister at uh, the community center tomorrow and our uh, Christmas event Sunday evening, that, uh, Lord, you'll bless it mildly. Be with Ginger Hood and Troy and uh, I pray that you be with Eddie Green and Larry Knight, and Lord, I pray that uh, you'll be with uh, Linda Feathers, and uh, Lord, I do pray for each person watching here that you'll put a whole age of protection about them, let them have a safe and enjoyable day, be with our kids as they're going to school, our spouses going to work, and Lord, let everybody just have a wonderful and blessed weekend. Lord, we thank you, we love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, my friends, I appreciate all you wonderful people for tuning in this morning. Angie Blevins, thank you for tuning in and watching. And uh, I and, uh, hope everybody has a great day today, a blessed weekend. And, uh, you know, when you feel like you're losing your temper, as I do many times driving, just uh, it's when a good time to pray, Lord, please, whatever it takes, help me to not lose it today so offer up that prayer but anyway hope everybody has a fantabulous day and remember live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be thanks for watching and god bless